0: Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly.
1: And I'm Olivia.
0: Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lives about motherhood and children.
1: We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered and excited about the honor that it is to raise children. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. Hey, y'all. So we wanted to, I guess, have a continuation of what our conversation was last week, a segue into it, I should say. So last week, we spent a lot of time talking about our emotions and how to process them. And this week, we wanted to talk about pushing through fear and a scarcity mindset and Carly and I have both had a lot of things going on in our own lives and we feel like now is just a really good time to have this conversation because we're in the middle
0: of it. Yeah. So we've been talking so much about our thoughts and I know we touched a little bit on it last week, but it's very important to be mindful of what you're thinking Mm -hmm. and why you're thinking it and making sure that you realize that just because you think something doesn't mean that it's true. Yes.
1: It's so funny that you – not funny that you said it that way, but there's there's an account that I follow, and she makes, like, very short, funny reels, and literally one of her reels is, like, just because you think it doesn't mean that it's true. yes it seems like a silly little jingle but when you really think about it that is applicable to our lives
0: yeah and i think especially for you and i who like i think we have a tendency of like getting lost in our thoughts and spiraling yes Mm -hmm. and i mean really really the past like several weeks but really like this past week we've been talking about that and being like so intentional about okay like this is what i'm thinking but this is what is true like mm-hmm. what can i replace those thoughts with or like what's actually going on our, our thoughts are so powerful because what we th- what we think is it becomes our reality in a mm-hmm. in a way it does
1: absolutely And even with you just saying that, it's like I. what we were talking about last week, we were talking about we have a choice, right? And we were talking about how that may make some people feel uncomfortable when we say that or that may trigger them. And this applies to the way we think too. Like we do have a choice in what we think and what we choose to allow to be in our brains. Like we do have a choice in that. So if if we're sitting there – telling ourselves that these thoughts are our reality that they're real when they're not you can either continue to do that or you can make the choice to focus on what is real on what like what you and i were talking about before we started recording like what can you
0: control yes versus what's not in your control yes i know that's what i told you like yesterday i was feeling so overwhelmed and then i was like i'm going to make dough <laughs> i i don't need to be thinking about everything trying to like have a solution try to think things through that haven't even happened or i don't know the whole story or yes whatever it is
1: well people start I, playing the yes. what the what if game in their brain yes. what if this happens Just what if like that happens
0: bringing yourself back like hey okay there's a lot of stuff going on it's okay to have like thoughts and emotions but like this is what i can do right now Mm -hmm. this is what i can control this is what is right in front of me so let's just do like one moment at a time yeah slow down
1: yeah, and it makes me think about what I was just reading to you. Now I feel like I lost that quote from Lioness Rising by Lisa Bevere. And it was talking about – she was talking about getting caught up in your day-to-day obligations and not being, like, fully awake to what's going on. Yes. And being – that's what we're talking about when we were saying, like, being intentional in the choices that we're making. Oh, this is what it is. I found it. Don't get absorbed and exhausted by your daily obligations. They will rob the value of your time or cause you to fall asleep. These life scripts are an urgent charge to rise up and be alert and awake to what God is doing. When you are awake to what what God is doing, then you will know what
0: you are to do. And that sounds like detachment. Right. Right. It's like being a robot in your life. Going through the motions Not really, like, just getting up, doing the same thing, eating the same thing, like, going to work, coming, like, just going through the motions of every day and not really being like, wait, am I doing what I even like to do? Yes. Am I, like, reaching my full potential? And, like, is this what I feel called to be? Is this what I feel called to be doing? Like, asking questions?
1: And I think that's the other really, really big piece of it is that when people are so detached and don't have a relationship with God, they don't even know what they're being called to do. Yeah. Because they're not aware. They are asleep. Yeah. And I will wholeheartedly admit I did that. And there's some days where I still do that.
0: I feel like everybody's
1: been there at some point. Right. But we have that choice. To be intentional in what we do every day. Yeah. And to sit and talk to God. We have that choice.
0: Just the, it is so powerful to know. Like, I feel like it's, it seems like everything we've been talking about is kind of like simple. Right. And like basic. But I think we just get so caught up and forget like, oh, wait a second. I'm thinking this thing and I'm spiraling about this thing. I actually don't have to do that. Yes. Like I am actually the boss of my mind. Yes. My mind is not the boss of me. Right. And just like slowing down and being like, oh wait, no, I do have a choice. Mm -hmm. And I think... I mean, I have been in places in my life where I have really struggled mentally and emotionally. And it is hard to be in a place where you are just stuck and you Mm -hmm. feel like you don't have options and you feel like you don't have choices. I have been there and that is hard. And I think that's what we talk about having community. I think that's when it is that comes into play and that makes it more important to like be able to have people around you who can recognize that happening right? In you and seeing like hey i'm noticing that you're kind of spaced out you're yeah. detaching from the group you're like what's going on can we talk about this let me pray for you let me speak some truth over you mm-hmm. and help bring you up when you're feeling
1: stuck well i mean we've spent time talking about making motherhood valued again making fatherhood valued again we we start talking about the importance of our community like we need to make community valued again yeah because we need that like you said we need people around us who are choosing to live our or lead our lives in a similar way yeah and to call us out yes and to take that not as a criticism yeah, but to hear what they're saying because they're saying it out of love. Yeah, they're saying, "Hey, I see you. I see something's going on. I can't fix it for you, but I I notice that's coming up. So, what can I do to support you?" Yeah, we need that. It is crucial. We talk about it all the time, like we're not meant to do things alone. It, this applies wholeheartedly to our conversation tonight. How are you going to push through fear in a scarcity mindset? when you don't have community or anyone to talk to about it, or if you do choose to talk to somebody who just doesn't get it, can't see it, is super detached, does not have a relationship with God, then where is that going to lead you?
0: Yeah. Well, and it's hard if you are like struggling with having a scarcity mindset or like being fearful, it's hard to talk to people who, are in that same boat. Right. And because really you need people who are going to be like, Hey, you know, "I, I hear what you're saying about, you know, being fearful and everything. But one of the things that my husband and I have been saying to each other these past several weeks is what's the worst thing that can happen. Yes. Every single like situation or conversation or just any, anything about our life that's come up. And we've been discussing it. That's what I've been... That's what we've been saying. What's the worst that can happen? Because when you really like lay it out and talk through things, it's like, wait. Okay. Majority of the time, what's the worst thing that can happen? You can fail. And is failing really failing? I was going to say. <laughs> you, if you're failing then that means you're learning. Mm -hmm. So that's not really a failure. Right. And I think that's another part of that mindset shift. Yes. Like I am doing the best that I can and that didn't work out, but here's everything that I've learned. Right. And just because I like failed at something, I'm not a failure, I'm learning. Right, What,
1: what happened and what did I learn from that? And what can I do moving forward? Yeah. That's why I I don't even like when people say failing or like failure thing because it's just, it's not, it just deems it, there's a stigma that that is negative and it's not because you wouldn't know that that was for, was or wasn't for you had you not tried it in the first place.
0: Yes. And we've, I mean, we've said multiple times, well, I don't think we've said on the podcast, but just to each other, we would rather try something. And it not go how we thought it was going to, then never try it at all. Yes. Wholeheartedly. And the
1: amount of people in this world who don't try things because they are scared and they regret it. And then they're however many years old. I've I've seen so many little blurbs or things Mm -hmm. or videos that people shared where people are in their 70s or however old they are and they share that they
0: wish that they went for something that they were afraid to do took the risk yes. spent the money started the business yes. did something crazy did like all of those things right
1: and i mean we're talking about this for ourselves we we want to be better for ourselves right we we are trying to do what god is calling us to do and sometimes that feels scary yeah. Because we don't know. Ultimately, we don't know what's going to be laid out in front of us. But we have to trust that. We have to surrender to that. And then what you and I were talking about before we started recording, our kids watch every single thing that we do. Yep. I think about that all the time. And we, we talk about this a lot in regards to parenting and how we respond to our children. What do we want to model for them?
0: Yeah. And... I want my kids to do all of the scary things that they feel like God is calling them to do. Yes. To move, to take a job, to start a business, to have more children, to start a garden. I mean, anything that they feel like God is calling them to do, I want them to do it. I don't want them to be scared. Yeah. And so therefore... I need them to see me having faith, trusting God, knowing that God is our provider, trying new things. Trying new
1: things even when we feel scared. Like telling them, hey, this makes me feel nervous or scared or I've never done this before. But I'm still going to do it because I feel that God is calling me to do it. Yeah. I just... Yeah, I sit back and I'm, like we were saying before we hopped on, like I'm just in awe of these last few weeks. Just in I know. awe. There's, like, it's just
0: so many things. So many layers. <laughs> I know, all the layers. But it's, it's just crazy when you sit back and you really pay attention and it's like, wow, like God – really cares about the details. Yes. And like God is who he is and he doesn't move or change or anything, but it's us and our mindset that can change. And it's like when we are surrendering, having faith, praying, tithing, all of these things to try to align ourselves I feel like you're just able to like see things and notice things like, oh, wait, like, God, I see you.
1: Right. Like that's what we were just saying before we started recording. Like you have to be awake to a degree. Yeah. You have to have been on your healing journey, have come closer to God to like really see things and be intentional in these choices. And so I think that that's a big part of it is that, (sighs) If people are so detached, like I think I already said this, they can't see it. Yeah. They literally can't. But that's why conversations like this are so important. And that's why having community around us, we can have these
0: conversations with is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I, when I've been like thinking and praying, I am like, Lord, take the lies from my head. And replace them with truth. Lord, give me eyes to see the goodness around me. Yes. Like, and that's the thing. I think we forget that, like, God cares so deeply about us that he wants to have a relationship with us. Like, he wants us to talk to him like that. Mm -hmm. Like, Lord, I am struggling with my thoughts. Please help me with this. Because I'm struggling. Yeah. (laughs) And And I, we... I mean, it's just like goes back to the just getting caught up or like this is not like you think, oh, this is just a small thing. Like God only does the big stuff, but it's like the small things are the big things. Yes. But he, he cares about everything, all of it, yeah, all the time.
1: Well, that's like one of the, I think this is one of the reels that I sent you last night from that guy that I was just showing you. Um, he was talking about how... Like, if we are not aware... Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> my dog is licking my arm. Um, first, he was saying, like, if we see God showing up in someone else's life, like, we can think... We can feel jealous. But then we can also remember that that means that God is with us. He's right there. He's paying attention. He's yeah. there. Yeah. And he was also talking about how it's important that we don't just talk to God, but we listen So we don't just go dump how we're feeling on him and say, okay, thank you. Bye. Yeah. But we sit and be intentional and listen. Yeah. Yes. Because that's the other piece of it.
0: Yes. And I think the more, like the less detached we are and the more attached we are to like God and who he created us to be we're more receptive to that. We can hear, we can see, we can feel, we can... I mean, I think that's, like, the God-given intuition. Right. Just getting more in line to, like, who God is, recognizing that, praying, and just being intentional about all of those things.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... I feel like our conversations are so deep sometimes, and I really hope that we're getting across the message that we're trying to. <laughs> um,
0: but you know.
1: yeah, it's just we want people to have that relationship with God. We want people to have faith. We want we want to have faith ourselves. We want our children to have that. Yeah. So it's crucial that we are aware of what's going on and being intentional in our choices and our thoughts and how we process our feelings and how we're showing up and what we're modeling for our children.
0: Yeah. And another, I was, I started a book this week. It's called get out of your head. I need to get it. Stopping the spiral of toxic thoughts. And it's by Jenny Allen. And, here let me just uh read the inside cover because i think it's um it like sums up so much yeah it, does. So it says how we think shapes how we live the greatest spiritual battle of our generation is taking place between our ears like what Boom. yes <laughs> and and then it just goes on to like describe like what's in the book and Like, what you believe about God shapes how you think about yourself. Negative thought patterns that keep you stuck. Um, Like, silence versus community and the science behind why your thoughts can change your life. Mm -hmm. And when you reclaim your thinking patterns from the lies of the enemy, you are set free to set others free. And I I think that's the important thing is, like... God works things in us, through us. But it's like when we do these things for ourselves, not for ourselves, but like through us, we can serve and love other people. Yes. And then I think that's why, like, if you've ever been around somebody who is like so like faithful and, nice and like loving and it's like you're attracted to them like I want what you have yes you are so nice you're so kind you're so loving you serve everyone you take care of yourself you take care of your family like what is it and I feel like I don't I mean it's like we can do it ourselves but it's not about us right So, yeah, we're a part of it, but it's like God can use that to, like, love other people and serve other people.
1: Right. And it's like what we were talking about, too, just God's messages are coming through us. But you have to be awake to that. You have to have a relationship with God. You have to believe that. Yeah. And our own journeys, everyone's journey through life is different. But anything that we face... And we feel called to talk about that's on our heart. Yeah. If someone else hears that and they went through something similar or they're currently going through that, then that is an opportunity to help them.
0: Yeah. That's why our stories matter so yes. much.
1: And I was going to say, like, in, even in sharing our stories, that yeah. feels scary. It feels so scary. And there's, yeah. there are times where I don't want to share my own story. Yes. Out of fear of judgment or stigma or whatever it is. But then I realize that we're being called to.
0: Yes. And you know that, I mean, it's been proven and studied that sharing your story, it, sharing your story with somebody who is receptive and safe, it, like, heals you. Yes. On, like, a cellular biological level. Right. Right it it's so powerful, not it's so much more than just like the communication part. It's like, I have been through trauma and now I'm speaking about this to you. You are hearing it and you are being empathetic. You're being receptive. You're a safe person that I can, that can receive all this information I'm telling you that heals me. Like that's crazy Mm -hmm. and that's god right that is god just reinforcing the fact that we need each other yes
1: we need each other so badly i mean you can't you can't deny it like there's just no denying it i know it's so powerful our minds are so powerful yeah so much more powerful than people even realize yeah And I mean, this applies across the board, but the one example that I think of is like when women are in labor and giving birth or getting ready to. Yes. Like your mind is your most powerful tool. Obviously, your body is doing work too. And your baby is working along with you. But like your mindset impacts everything. Everything. And then from then on...
0: It does too. Yes. It, uh, it's like heart, like, <laughs> I feel like even like just us talking about this, like just because everything that's going on, like within our lives, mm-hmm. like all of this stuff, even just talking about it is like blowing my mind. I know. <laughs> it, it, it applies to everything in life. Literally everything. Like our mindset we have a choice Mm -hmm. we really do have a choice and i think it's important for
1: us to realize that but i think it's even more important because we're talking about making sure our children go after and do the things they feel called to but we we they have to know that they have a choice yeah because i think i oftentimes think about the fact that i went (laughs) don't 30 years of my life not acknowledging that I had a choice or realizing or feeling worthy of that and how powerful it is that you and I can have these conversations and open up these conversations and model that for our children and hopefully people who are listening can open up these conversations and model it and implement that in their homes too yeah because our choice to live intentionally, to live consciously, to have a relationship with God, to talk about that with our kids is positively impacting them and their yeah. future choices. Yeah. So it's just like what we talk about, like the way we parent impacts our children's whole lives. Yes. The way that we choose to lead our life impacts yeah. them too. Everything yeah. that we do.
0: Yeah. And I guess I just, I've really been thinking about how I have really, you know, a lot of times when it's just me and my kids during the week, that's when I can find myself getting caught up in my thoughts. Yes. Because I'm like, I'm alone you know, everybody's busy, everybody's at work, you know, the whole world is doing their thing. And here I am. Mm -hmm. And I have all these things going on inside of my head. But Mm -hmm. then I'm also trying to be a mom and like be present and everything. And I think I think that's a conversation that a lot of moms don't feel comfortable having or they don't Want to talk about like how their thoughts are really impacting like their day to day lives, and I think a lot of times that's where like mommy wine culture and like numbing out and all of that stuff comes into play because people don't want to really face because motherhood can be very lonely. Yes, and I I have learned that. And I think that has caused me to go more inward. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I've lived a lot of my life in my head.
1: And now which it's is time hard, to get out of your head.
0: <laughs> which is hard. It's like, I don't know. And I mean, I, I have been in that predicament where I have felt stuck. Yeah. Or I have felt like I didn't have options. Yeah. Where I felt like This was never gonna change. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm always gonna feel this way. And then I guess I'm always gonna think this way. And then I guess this is how my life will always be. I was gonna say, then you convince yourself. It's like
1: you are having these thoughts and you keep telling yourself that. Like you said, keep telling yourself that and it's not true. But if you keep telling yourself that enough, it will become true and it will become your reality.
0: Yes, and they're it's lies. Those are lies. Literally. (laughs) And it's, I don't, it's just so important to take every thought captive. Like, is this, is this true? Yes. Why am I thinking this? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm just really, I just want to be better about that.
1: But I think that's a positive thing, right? Is that we're sitting here, we're acknowledging okay, this is what – this thought came up for me this week because I was feeling scared or I was feeling overwhelmed or whatever yeah. the emotion was. But we can we can say that. And then we, yeah. I think we were talking about that, the power of saying that or the it's, power of writing it out in your journal. Yeah. Just getting it out of your body or your mind yes. and being like, is this real though or is this just me yeah. thinking this way because yeah. X, Y, or Z
0: happened. Yeah.
1: Because that's powerful. Yes, for sure. And like when you were just reading that blurb from your book, like we have the ability to rewire our brains, which people don't realize. Like in everything that we do every day, we have the ability to start to rewire our brains. We can stay stuck. And like you said, this is not saying that what people go through is easy. This is not saying that you're not going to ever feel su- stuck, excuse me, but if you can get to that point where you realize that it's just a thought, it's just a feeling, it will mm-hmm. pass, it's not reality, then you're literally rewiring your brain. Yes. And then you have the ability to help people around you do that. Yes by either being, being the example and sharing your story or them just seeing you do it. Yes. It's so powerful.
0: Because our, our brains are wired for comfortability. Yes. So if your first instinct is to always complain about everything, then you are addicted to complaining. So your brain is going to go there every single time you're presented with a problem. Yes. So that's the same thing with like negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. If you're used to always going to the negative, that's what your brain is comfortable with. And it, it's really like an, an addiction. Yes. That's why it's so hard to get unstuck. Yes. Because your brain is just like, yep, this is what we always do. This is what's comfortable. Yes. And I don't... I know that... I mean, for my personal experience, I've listened to people talk about like the power of positive thoughts and all of those things. I think there's definitely something to thinking positively. I know that positive thoughts positively impact your life. Right. I also know... You cannot convince yourself to believe something that you don't believe yes so if you are in a place where you are struggling with your thoughts or your mental health i think i'm i'm no expert but i've been through some stuff i think the first step is just to bring it to neutral right so if you're always going negative just bring it to neutral you don't have to force yourself to believe something that you don't believe
1: yeah, but that's like what we talked about last week. You have to feel your feelings. Yeah. Feel them. Let them be there. Yeah. But don't let them stay. Don't, yeah. don't convince yourself that that's where you need to stay. Yeah. Because I do think what you said is important. Like, yes, it's, it's a great thing to think positively. But you have to acknowledge the hard stuff that you go through. You have to acknowledge the season that you're yeah. in. So you can still say, like, I'm really struggling, but today I'm feeling happy. You know, yeah. like I'm going through this, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be like this forever. Yeah. But thinking that you need to tell yourself that everything is okay all the time. That's you're not yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not. You got to you no. have to it all comes back to believing, right? <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't even know. I just know that I'm in awe this week. <laughs> you know, of how good God is. So, that's you know, that's where my brain is.
0: You know, and he's always good. Yes. Like all the time he's good. But I think it's just when you
1: when you see like, it,
0: sit back and really observe like what is actually going on.
1: Mhm.
0: And then Then you're like, oh, you just become more aware. Yeah. Right.
1: Just living more intentionally. And that's something yeah. that you and I touched on this week, just like, in a way, kind of holding each other accountable for it. Like, how can we be more intentional in yeah. our day-to-day life?
0: Yeah. We literally had a meeting this week. <laughs> and we were, like, dreaming about, like, where do we want this podcast to go? What do we want to do, like, in our personal lives? like, Right. Thinking about our goals, What can we do every day to achieve those goals? How can we get there? Talking about habits, yeah. Talking about thoughts, like we literally had a specific meeting this week (laughs) and did that because I think, like, it's it sounds so silly, but it's like it it's helpful,
1: yes, to talk through those things and powerful to talk about those things, yeah. So I think that would be like a takeaway that I want people to. Really just think about after listening to this episode. I meant to say this earlier, but when you were talking about these, how what we talk about seems to be these simple, basic things, one of the biggest things that we talk about, you and I is getting
0: back to the basics. Back to the the theme of our <laughs> lives. Getting back to the basics.
1: Literally, though, it's... Yes. If we can all just peel back the layers... Be more intentional. Be closer to God. That's that's what the basics are. Yep, That's our foundation. Yep. So just get back to the basics, guys, <laughs> and you'll be good. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, man. It's so true. It's so true. I hope the people that are listening to this can feel encouraged yes and know that no matter what you're going through no matter what season you're in like first of all we've probably been there (laughs) you know like we're all we obviously all have different situations and experiences and all that stuff but I love that motherhood unites us all yes and so I mean I just love that. It it brings us all together because we're at the end of the day like we all just want to surrender in motherhood. Mhm. That's why we're doing this.
1: That's why we And here.
0: surrendering in motherhood is so much more than surrendering in motherhood. So much more. It's about life, it's about everything. It impacts everything. Right.
1: And I think it's really we were talking about before, like surrendering to what God has planned for us. Yeah. Because oftentimes we feel we may feel stuck or caught up or living on autopilot because we're not surrendering to that. Yeah. That I think has been the most powerful thing these last this last year for me. Yeah. Whew. it's a lot it's a lot guys we hope. <laughs> we should have prefaced this with
0: buckle up because <laughs> i know laid a few things down it's a lot it is but, but it's good yeah to talk about this stuff
1: and like carly said like we hope you guys hear us talking our conversations and feel encouraged yeah and like we always say If you have something you're going through or something you're struggling with and you don't feel like you have someone to talk to about it, please reach out to us. Yeah. This is not saying we will know how to fix it or necessarily that we've been through it ourselves, but we do know the value of community. We do know the value of having people who you can feel safe reaching out to, like Carly was saying earlier. So even though we may not be there physically with you, one of the biggest goals with our podcast is to create a safe space, a safe community yeah. where people feel loved and heard and seen and supported. Because we yeah. know how important that is. Yep. Yeah. So we're here. So true. Do you feel like we covered everything we wanted to cover?
0: I feel like we just like threw it at people <laughs> tonight. I know. <laughs> I know. But I think, I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's good. I love that. Well, I love so many things about us doing this podcast, but I love that we're living it. Yes. Every single week, we haven't had to be like, oh, no, we don't have anything to talk about. No. We're always like, hey, what do you want to record about? And then it's always something that we've already talked about or like something that's happening in real life or what we're thinking about or like we're feeling emotional about or like all of these things, we're we're living out this podcast. Yes,
1: they literally just come up and we're like, okay, we should address that. All right,
0: let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Because if we're feeling it and we're thinking about it, then we know that other people are. Yes. And we don't want people to feel alone. No. We don't want people to feel alone. We don't want mothers to feel alone.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. And if there's, we've said it before, but if there's topics that you guys want us to touch on, we're absolutely receptive to that. Oh, yeah. Happy to do that. We're down down to talk. We're down. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.